Your business exists because you had the idea to start it. Everything begins in our minds. That's why your business results cannot outgrow your current level of thinking. Do you want to serve more clients, make more money, without working more or burning yourself out? Grow yourself first as a leader of your business, because that's who you are, a leader, even if you're the only person in your business right now. When you lead yourself first, the business results will always follow. My name is Maggie Perotkin. I'm an international business and leadership coach, an expert in business mindset, strategy, and high performance. I created the Diamond Effect podcast to help you elevate your thinking, expand your perspective, and through it, grow your business without overwhelm. So let's get started. Welcome, my friends, to Diamond Effect Podcast, episode 27. And this is the second episode in our three-episode series on self-leadership. Today, we'll talk about making effective and strategic decisions. Why is it important to make as many of those as possible in your business? And what are the key components of an effective decision. And I'll give you some stories to, you know, show you the difference or the impact of such decisions that such decisions could have in your business. But one thing, if you're just listening to this podcast as your first episode ever, or you haven't, or you're not new to the podcast, but you haven't listened the first episode in the series of self-leadership, which would be last week, episode 26, please do so because the concepts that I'm talking about there and the things you will learn will help you benefit even more from today's episode. Because last week we talked about stepping into your professional CEO self, being a true leader of your business, I even gave you an exercise at the end to sort of truly step into that vision of you and your business, achieving the goals that you have in the long term. And then from that place, I would like you to listen to today's episode because through the episode number one, you up-level your thinking. And when you up-level your thinking and you gain a different perspective, then you make better decisions. All right. And here is first story or first example that I wanted to give you about how even one strategic decision can hugely impact your business. One. Okay, so last year, actually, it would have been a year ago, um, I've been working with a client for about a month or two. So we started right before the new year. And uh, I was introducing her to the dream plan, do coaching concept and using the journal as a tool to, you know, plan and be strategic about the business and so on. And in the beginning, when we started coaching, she was very well, she was opposed to it, or let's say her brain was um, didn't want to implement new tools, right? Because whenever it's something new, we don't necessarily implement it right away. It takes us time to kind of warm up to the idea to overcome our own internal objections that come up. Um, so, but, you know, 
luckily for her and me, New Year's was coming up. And with New Year's, as I said last week, we it creates that container and more excitement to do something new, be more bold and so on. And she decided that she will actually use the model. She will use the journal and implement the strategies I taught her and she truly committed to it. So she made that strategic decision of implementing something new into her day-to-day and weekly. And very shortly after, she started creating some amazing results for her. So within the first two weeks of January 2021, she actually made 36% of her previous year's income. And within a month or two, and I don't remember exactly, but I think by the end of February last year, she doubled her 2020 income just with that one decision to try and implement a good strategic habit in her business. So that strategy, That decision was strategic. So now imagine when you practice the skill of making such decisions and you get coached weekly to stay in that strategic mindset, what you can accomplish, even if you make 10 of those decisions a year or a week, a hundred and a thousand decisions like that in a year or even in a month. And I'll tell you how many decisions we make every day in a second. Just imagine what kind of impact it could have for your business and your life. What else it could affect it, what you could truly create. Because really, you know, making strategic decisions, it's a skill, right? And like with my clients, when we coach every week, I put them back into that mindset. Because in the beginning, our brain kind of operates like an operating system in a in a computer, right? So it needs an upgrade. And sometimes, you know, you get an upgrade during a coaching call or in a week, and then you go and use that upgraded brain for a couple of days, two, three days, but until it becomes a permanent change, until you make a step change in the way you think, you will revert to your default operating system or default making decisions in your business. So that's why weekly coaching is so powerful because let's say the last three days of one week, you revert back to making decisions you used to make, but then I can bring you back to that elevated thinking and I can challenge you and we practice the skill over and over until you master it. So that impact is huge. Just this, just the impact, not to mention the skills you learn, for example, in Diamond Effect program, but just the skill of making decisions and upgrading the way you do that. So fun fact, we actually make 35,000 decisions a day. Now, 80% of that is subconscious. So our brain makes decisions about, you know, going and breathing and all that stuff. But 20% is conscious. So it's still thousands of decisions. Now, some of those are small and important, but let's say not related directly to our business, right? What to wear, what to eat, things like that. But even if you took a fraction of it, and that's what I say, like when we make thousands of conscious decisions today, even if 10 of them were strategic and related to your business, 
you can daily, right? If you can get daily to that, you can create such a powerful impact by just showing the, when I show you the example, one made by my client last year. So another fun fact, before we get into key components of effective decision-making was that, you know, when we make those decisions every day, 35,000 of them, it actually, we have a finite energy, right? Our willpower is finite. And I'm sure you've experienced that kind of tiredness at the end of the day when you just don't want to make any decisions, right? You want to sit on the couch and relax or just go to sleep or whatever. So for example, Steve Jobs, his dress code, as maybe you know, was very simple and kind of one color black was the one of the reasons he dressed like that was that to eliminate unnecessary decisions throughout his day so he doesn't deplete his willpower or the energy to make them so he could keep the energy every day to making the most critical decisions strategically in his business like for example when i <laughs> my example is i per, i love to cook personally and i love good food and i really enjoy especially having people over and cooking for my guests and them enjoying i have it after my grandma i think but i only love to cook when i have time and space to relax and create for me you know an act of cooking is it's a creative uh, it's a creative action. Um, I don't draw, I don't sing, I don't dance, I cook um, and create content. But anyhow, so during the week, I actually don't like making food decisions. Like I could delegate that completely to somebody else and just eat as long as it's tasty and healthy. I would just eat whatever they make for me without really deciding what. Um, so for me to like, one of the reasons outside of, you know, saving time and spending my time intentionally, why I don't cook during the week is just so I don't have to make those decisions. I make those decisions on the weekend. We buy food, we prepare, we cook enough to have, you know, uh, meals during the week. And that saves me so much energy and time. Anyhow, so that's a little digression. But now let's talk about five key, com few, uh, sorry, five key components or effective decision making. The first one, and by effective, I mean really strategic decision making. The first one is the strategic decisions have to be intentional. They cannot be reactive. They cannot be a reaction, emotional reaction to, let's say, something happened in your business or something that somebody said or something that you read, okay? There has to be an intention. Now, I'm not saying not to use, you know, ideas that come up for you because you had a conversation with somebody or you read a book and so on. But what I'm saying is when you have that idea, take time to think about it and look at your goals and your vision and your strategy and then intentionally decide if this is the right idea to implement in your business now or maybe later or not, right? You want to make sure that you're making decisions aligned to what's important and what's not, that you're saying no to things that might be great ideas, but it's still 
could be more of a distraction than strategic focus on growing your business. Like, for example, you know, a lot of people or some entrepreneurs that just say sometimes they have too many offers in their business and they're trying to market those offers and market those business and some offers don't even make money or could barely make money as opposed to strategically picking the offers that are most profitable, have most impact in one and just focusing on them and not necessarily adding anything. And that happens even to big companies. Another story about Apple and Steve Jobs is that when Steve Jobs came back to Apple after he was kicked out, Apple was barely making money. It was actually on the on the verge of insolvency. And what Steve Jobs realized that when he wasn't there present, Apple just created too many products. Even their customers were confused as to what computer they should buy or what phone or whatever they had at that time, what devices they should buy because there were so many and some of them barely made money. So one of the strategic moves or decisions that he made with their teams is to get rid of, I don't know, like tens of even hundreds of products and focus on key main ones, I think it was 10, so the products were divided between the usage for, you know, regular users, like day-to-day type of users and pro users, so people who use the product for their business, for their skills, for their, you know, expertise and things like that. And that abroad, that actually pivoted Apple to become, again, the, the, the giant that they are. Now, so as you can see, being intentional about making intentional decisions, big ones and even small ones can have huge impact on, can save you time, save you energy, save you overwhelm, make you more money, you know, create that compounded effect of focus. So that's one. The second part of making strategic decisions and making them fast but not rushed. So there is a difference between a fast decision, but intentional and rushed decisions. So fast decisions are the ones when you still take time to think, you're still intentional, you are weighing pros and cons of the decision, but you are not overthinking and getting yourself into analysis paralysis and which leads to avoidance, right? Because you're thinking too much or you're asking too many people about the advice or you're doing so much research that you get confused. A confused mind always withdraws and doesn't make a decision. And there are studies of that too. I think I spoke about it in one of the episodes that, you know, there are studies done about people picking like jams or so when customers had, I think, up to five or three choices of a jam, they were more likely to buy, decide on a flavor and, and buy. The moment the, the game, like the variety of those choices grew from five to more, people actually bought less because they just couldn't decide which one. So that's what happens when you're researching too much, when you're overthinking a decision too much. Right? At some point of weighing pros and cons and thinking about the risks and possibilities and so on, you need to stop, use the information you have, and make a decision. 
So that's a fast decision. A rash decision, it's a decision made again out of the reaction to something not thought through. And they're not effective, right? So let me give you an example. Let's say you're thinking to revising your marketing strategy and you're deciding if there's a social media platform, whether you should add another one or not. If you made a rush, not effective decision, you would pick up the platform just because everybody's using it. It's a brand new hot platform, like for example, Clubhouse, and you're using it because it's a trend and out of fear of missing out or because your friend does it or because you saw in a Facebook group somebody who made, again, $100,000 in three days using that platform. And as opposed to in making the same decision and the outcome could be the same, it's just a different place that it's coming from, Making a decision by thinking about, okay, are my clients on that platform, right? And if they're there, yeah, maybe I should include it. Do I have time and resources to spend right now on that right platform to create good quality content that will actually attract my ideal client? And for example, if the answer is not right now, then you shouldn't be doing it. You should be postponing or planning for that, creating that time and planning for the resources that you have time. So when you actually do it, it's done the right way with high quality content. And if the answer is yes, then yes. But if the answer is, hey, my clients are not even there, you shouldn't be going for that platform. No matter how many people are there, no matter how much money they're making. So here is the difference between a fast or rush decision, effective decision, and not effective one. Now, component or key part of making strategic decision number three is commitment. So in, you know, the story that I gave about my client from last year, once she decided to implement the dream plan do, you know, model and planning and using the, the turn off a tool, she was 100% committed. She did it. She, she figured out the time. She created the time for it, even though in the beginning she was saying she didn't have it and she started doing it. But when your commitment is only kind of half-ass, 80% or less, you don't truly implement that decision. You can't truly implement the decision to the best of your ability. You just miss stuff. You don't prepare just because you're not fully committed. And, you know, I have my own story of failure that I shared that I'm not going to repeat here. I'm just going to refer you to the podcast episode number 12 when I'm talking about normalizing failure and then the story about me, you know, failing miserably at a thing I was doing in my business. But what I realized, the lesson I learned from it was that I wasn't fully committed, that my commitment to that project was about 80%. And that 20% that was missing, I missed some important parts in my preparation. And that's why it failed, right? So in your, for example, social media example that we just talked about, when 
your decision is not effective because it's rushed and you didn't think it through, then most likely your commitment to it is not going to be 100% either. And then that's why it's hard for you to keep consistent. It will be hard for you to put out quality content and actually be, you know, in a good mind frame to do it. As opposed to when it's a strategic decision, because you believe in it, in the results it can create, because you went through the step process to think about it, it's much easier to create that 100% commitment. Now, talking about percentages, the critical component of number four of strategic decisions is responsibility and taking 100% responsibility for that decision. Now, in the previous episode, we talked about taking 100% responsibility as part of being a professional business owner and the leader of your business. So I'm not going to talk about it here in much detail. I just want to say that taking that responsibility truly owns owning the decision strengthens your commitment. It strengthens your you know, again, consistency and excitement about actually going and doing it and implementing and taking steps to implement the decision. And the last component that I want to focus on is strategic decisions most of the time should be made out of possibility, possibility of the results that we want to create or actually happening and believing that we can create them. So there is a difference between making decisions from possibility versus probability. They're not wrong, like one is better than the others. They just create different results. And here's what it is. So when we make decisions from probability of something happens, it's on something happening, it's based on our past experience. So our brain looks in the past and say, hey, have we made that decision? Yes, we have. Here's the results that we've created. So the probability of us creating the same results again is high. Those decisions are easier to make. They're not scary, right? Because if I rode a bike once and it worked, then it's much easier for me um, to ride it again. If I've never ridden a bike, right, and I don't know what it takes and I'm scared of falling, then that decision might take longer and it's not that easy, right? So probability is great because it allows us definitely to speed up the decisions, but it creates more of the same results. So, hey, if something is working in your business and you're deciding to continue on it, it's easy to make, you make it fast, and it will create the same results, maybe a little bit better if you improve on whatever you're re-implementing. And those are, you know, that's probably a majority of decisions you make in your business. Now, in order to grow and scale in your business and expand, you have to make decisions based on possibility of new results, right? When we dream big, have new goals for our business that we've never achieved before, we cannot say it's we cannot look at the past say, hey, have I done it or not? Because we've never done it. So this decision is made on us believing 
that those results are possible. And here, those decisions are harder to make because our brain is scared, because it doesn't know what will happen. And when our brain doesn't know what will happen, it naturally fuels fear, right? So those decisions are here when you're making it, that intention is important, assessing the risk, pros and cons, preparing maybe for events that if that risk happens, this is what I'm going to do, but also believing that the results are possible so you can make that risky but bold decision. This is how the most successful entrepreneurs grow and get the amazing results they're getting because they're willing to take the risk. They're willing to make that decision based on their belief that they can create the results, okay? That's, that's and, and those decisions you can only do as a CEO. You cannot delegate them to your VA or other people or even your coach. You need to make them for yourself. So this is it for today. I highly, highly encourage you to join the Diamond Effect coaching program and be coached on making decisions strategically from possibility and learning the skill, mastering that skill so you can make more and more of it. Now, this is not the only thing that we learn in this program that we coach on and the skill that you gain, but this is the one of the most important skills you can develop as the leader of your business. Again, because the results you can create from that elevated thinking, from being intentional, thinking strategically, being able to prepare for the risks, but also take the risks to take your business for new heights is just priceless. So if you're interested, reach out to me either through my website, stairwaytoleadership.com or via email, maggie at stairwaytoleadership.com. And I invite you to join me next week in the third episode from the series. And we'll talk about building your self-confidence. Have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. If this podcast resonated with you, please come back. Also, you can leave a review on whatever platform you're listening And if you have a suggestion, question, or a topic you would like me to talk about, let's get in touch via email. Email me at maggie at stairwaytoleadership.com. See you in the next episode.